0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Hello. And we are continuing on with our best of week here at Fun Employment <laughs> Radio as we are down in Mexico currently. We
1: are. We are down well, we in hope. Mexico. It's We're true. hoping
0: we we hope so. Yeah. Well what? I don't see any reason why we wouldn't be in Mexico. Oh my god, right now. don't already... why
1: don't put that out in the universe. What is wrong with you?
0: Well, no, I'm well now, now I feel now weird you're about freaking
1: it. me out. Anyway, no, okay. well, we anyway, are in we'll Mexico. Hopefully, having a delightful time and remembering to wear sunscreen because I'm very, very pale yes. and I don't want to get sunburned and ruin my entire trip.
0: I hope my allergies have gone away by now.
1: I, I bet they will.
0: I hope they have. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we are playing almost an entire episode here for this Best of Week for for, for today's, and it has to do with uh, one of the times that Sarah and I ran Hood to Coast. I mean, and it's not just that we're talking about Hood to Coast. We're talking about legends of the coast. We're talking about things to terrify Sarah. Of the woods because mm-hmm. that's very easy to do. I was
1: running through the woods like when you do Hood to coast. <laughs> you're literally running through the woods by yourself with a headlamp on. Yeah, that's and that's what you're doing. And yeah. all you can hear is like yourself, and you can't wear. You'll you'll hear us talk all about and it. Just that's the what this quiet
0: is. breathing of those that are watching you.
1: Yeah, just the panicked breathing of me running and hoping I'm not going to get murdered.
0: And the eyes in the in the woods yes. staring at you. So we're gonna play that. We've got. I think we've even got some old world of crazy in this one. So that'll be interesting. We to hear. do. This
1: is also. Uh, one of the first times I believe that we bring up the Portland pooper. Who, by is this the way, a Portland pooper origin story? This is a Portland pooper origin story. Who, by the way, it, it is now today when we're recording this. I'm just gonna say today oh. when we're recording this, it's Tuesday, June 13th, so it's like last week. But um, the Portland pooper is still on the loose. Still on still the loose on as the loose. of right now. As of right now, still on the loose. Still so on the loose. They never caught him, and they had a full like picture of him at everything. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, we have yeah. a listener that witnessed it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, we anyway, yeah. there's a lot to catch here. So we're just going to go ahead right into this now. You're getting it from the very beginning of the episode. Here we go. It's a best of on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget when you're shopping on Amazon to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio
1: Network. The future of radio. The future, the future of radio is here. I
0: think you might be forgetting exactly how isolated it really is. Like, these are these are routes uh, that I was even talking to my dad about it. He's like, So, how do you guys even get over there? I'm like, You know what? Lived here my whole life. I don't know. I don't really know the route. kind
1: of go through like back trails. Yeah, and it's stuff. backwards.
0: You would never drive down these roads. No one ever goes to these places. No,
1: I mean, vehicles I mean, there, aren't usually allowed. There on are the places,
0: road. this is probably the only people they see all year long. Some of the people up there. I mean, they're, they're self-sustaining up are there.
1: Are you talking about the Hill people?
0: I'm, t- I'm just saying there's all kinds of different I things up there. I thought
1: they weren't
0: real. There are people that live in the coast range of Oregon that never have left the coast range of Oregon. That is not that true. Is true. That is actually true. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: Except for this week, it's four days.
0: And then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever <laughs> podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Yes, Sarah, you are correct. I'm glad you had to interrupt there to make sure that point was gotten oh across. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> this this
0: Friday, we will not be doing a uh, show here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, but we will be posting things online, uh, on uh, Facebook and on Twitter and on Periscope. So follow us at Fun Emp Radio, Fun Employment Radio on Facebook. That's where we're going to be posting everything because we are going to be running hood to coast. And if you've been listening to this show a lot, you know, uh, that's what we've kind of been talking about. It's a it's a big thing. So we're, we're very, very nervous about it's it. Like
1: a, it's like a life event. Like, it is not easy. It is it is a it very, is, very hard thing to do.
0: It is hard. Uh, a couple of quick notes of business. Like, one thing is that uh, with Hood to Coast, it's one of the only races where you can't wear earbuds. So you can't have headphones on. So Sarah and I uh, went to FunEmploymentRadio.com uh, yesterday and clicked on the Amazon link and did a Rush Express order of a couple of clip-on speakers.
1: Which is very exciting.
0: By going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and then clicking Clicking on the Amazon link. Wow, yes, we're customers ourselves. We don't just advocate it; we do it too. Go to really, we're
1: em- customers of ourselves. Go there to
0: FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon. That's link. That's a
1: real selling point.
0: <laughs> All right, so so we got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Somebody forgot to put their phone on silent,
1: and it's not me.
0: It's not you this time, although it was you a couple of weeks ago.
1: No, was it wasn't. You. What are you talking about? Oh, I have
0: I have recorded evidence of that My during My phone an is never actually
1: full-on rung. Is that important? Did, do you have to miss to, it? Are you, you kidding me?
0: It? Are you kidding me? Are you really going to sit there and say that your phone did not do that? No, it never did. Uh, you realize we have a recorded show, and I do the editing, and I put it up.
1: Can you say lashing out much? You're the one whose phone just went off.
0: <laughs> lashing out.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine might have been a couple weeks ago, but yours was a couple seconds ago.
0: Okay. All right. So the, the race starts this Friday at 5.30 a.m. is when Sarah and I will be starting. And actually, Sarah will be starting from Timberline Lodge. Which You'll is the Shining
1: Lodge, basically.
0: Well, meaning that sounds like you're saying it's some kind of a, a, a cult or something like that, the Shining Lodge. But it's from the, the movie The Shining.
1: Yes. So the outside. So it's really cool. It's a, it's a neat way to start the day because we're going to have to be up – Let's be honest, we're probably not even going to be able to sleep at that point because we're going to have to be up at, by like 2 o'clock in the morning on Friday mm-hmm. to be able to actually drive all the way to Mount Hood, to get up to the top, to park, to get everything all ready, and then get ready to run at 5.30 in the morning.
0: Right. And then it's a relay race. Just to, just to recap all this stuff. So it's a relay race that takes place from Timberline all the way to Seaside, 198 miles. Sarah and I are each running three legs. So we're going to be doing this, but a lot of it is you run through the back country of Oregon. like for the first The first main part of it from Timberline Lodge all the way to Portland itself and then outside of Portland that's kind of all main highways and cities but then it is because it's like
1: country and then like Gresham basically
0: uh well kind of yeah kind of yeah so and so you so you go through that and then you um but then you cut off into the backwoods of Oregon like into the countryside where you go over the coast range into Oregon the reason I'm saying there are people up there there are people in the in the in the coast range of Oregon that they don't leave the coast range of Oregon it's it's a it's a mountain range that kind of separates the the valley where Portland kind of ends up in, and then uh, and then where the actual coast is. And so I grew up down in, about about an hour and a half south of Portland, but very near the Coast Range. And there are things we would hear about people in the Coast Range, and I'm I'm not making this up that are actually. Uh, Actually, pretty terrifying things. So, now are these a, things
1: that you heard that like are like st- stories that like kids tell each other? Are these things that actually exist? No, this the,
0: this is real. There are there are people up in the Coast Range, especially down there near, um, well, where I grew up was kind of by a place called Fall City, which I know we have some listeners that know where Fall City is. And up above Fall City, you get into these backwoods Coast Range places. So, normally to get to the coast, there's like th- three major highways coming from Portland that you would take. But that's a whole lot of territory in between those things, and it's very, very uh, rugged terrain. It's very out there. People don't go there, and people don't even realize how much of this forest like exists out there.
1: And how many people like actually live in the forest?
0: Yeah, there's people out in the forest.
1: Are there really there are
0: people out in the forest? I there are
1: Well, I've seen some like little like shacks and things when I've driven oh, yeah. through like like the coastal range or I guess like I'm not familiar I guess with the like space between like Portland and the coastal range. Is that what you're talking about? Like, <laughs> that's, outside a, that's the- a
0: no I'm talking about up in the coast range.
1: Oh okay. up
0: in the coast range itself. No between here and the coast range that's, that's a little bit different but up in there, there's a lot of territory in there.
1: Well, and that's what we're going to be it's running the It's a fairly the sizable mountain
0: range, too. I mean, it's not like the Cascades, but it's a fairly sizable mountain range. And
1: are you talking about like squatches? Are you going to go on some like weird squatch thing?
0: No, I'm talking about people—people people that live up in there. And it's what, what I'm saying is there are there are people that live up in the hills, and they don't—they don't leave out it—they don't leave those hills. Okay. So outside outside of Fall City, where what I was trying to talk about, and. Up outside of there, I went up in there. I would go up in there every now and then to go camp, and you encounter very strange people. Like it's almost like I'm not saying it's exactly like Deliverance because I did. I didn't feel I was going to be uh, sexually assaulted, but the possibility was there.
1: The possibility for like
0: you felt like you know it's probably not going to happen, but at the same time, it's a little more possible than. Uh, somewhere else if you've never seen deliverance then you know you know that's the the banjo the banjo one um
1: it is being said in the chat that coasties and townies do not want you meddling in their business they do
0: not they like to live on their own they don't like to be messed with they don't like you coming near their stuff like even when, when i grew up there was uh because I, li- I did live out in the country as i said and there would be people that would i, I lived near the lucky mute river which is a, a, a Tributary to the Willamette, but it goes through like real rough terrain and you, you can't really get to it in many places. But we knew how to get down to it. And there were people that would, um, you would see them just go down by on these canoes, like these weird hillbilly looking guys that you were like, How are you even living in Oregon? And they would all, all be packing guns and they all have stuff and they all just kind of look at you, like, What are you doing on our territory? And then they go trap Wait, things. they
1: were in canoes with guns and ro- yeah. like floating down the river? Yeah. I'm are dead serious. Are you sure serious. this I isn't some sort serious. of movie that you watched am, and you're like transferring it into a memory when am, it really was a movie? I am
0: dead serious. No, that would happen when we were kids. Actually, I think what they were doing is they were growing marijuana somewhere, it was probably what they were doing. But this is, this actually happened. That, that there are those people that live up there in the coast range, and we're going to be running through their territory. And that's what I'm saying. You got to be careful because, you know, you don't know what they're thinking up there. It's a different kind of person. It's a different kind of, uh, community that they've developed. And they, they probably have their own language for all I know. Uh, you go up in there into their, their area and. You just don't know if they want to pick somebody off. I mean, there's that statistic that every year, I think it was like twelve people go missing from the coast. Not, that where... is
1: not even true. <laughs> well, you can't even lie about that. Don't even.
0: Uh, t- twelve people go missing every year. No, no, but there are. There's some. There's some strange, strange folks up in there that like to live off the grid. Are, well, and I'm not. We're... I I mean that seriously. In all honesty, there are people that live off the grid up in the Coast Range. Like that, are you don't want to mess with them. You don't want to go near. But
1: they're like. Like, their houses aren't registered, and you don't know that they live out there.
0: yeah, like that pretty kind of much off the grid: Yeah, yeah, like we're not on the electrical grid, we don't have electricity, we don't uh, use any any government uh, stuff. They could be, even be on government land. There are people up there that are doing that. They're living off the grid, really?: I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. Yes, yes, there are. Oh. up in the coast range.
1: Well, I will say, well, including
0: but, possibly some of the areas that we're going to be running through, which is why I just want you to be aware. Because one aware. of our runs
1: is like like smack dab in the middle of the night. It's like two o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I ran the leg you did last year. And I think I saw maybe two or three other runners the whole time. And it's, you're really out there. You're really out there. You're going through some really dark, like forest canopy covered runs where you can't really see anything. You can barely see the road in front of you. And it'd be really easy to just kind of.
1: Oh, stop it. Nobody's going to pop out.
0: Well, I mean, if they did, it would take it. You think about how long the run is, you know, and like say, if your run's like four miles, that's however long that takes you. That's a long time where people are just going to be like, oh, maybe Sarah's just running slow or maybe, uh, you know, maybe she's walking part of it or something like that. And then by the time, you know, time ticks on and on and on and on, and then you got to go look for it. I mean, it could be hours before.
1: I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to leave the beaten path. And I'm not going to run into somebody But no, you wouldn't have
0: to leave the beaten path.
1: There will have been people who have come through before. They're not going to find me. They would have already taken someone else.
0: Oh, boy. I'm just saying. I mean, they could be waiting right there. You wouldn't even see them. You wouldn't even know they were there. I mean, you're on their territory.
1: Well, I will say the one scariest run that I did, and you're doing my leg uh, from a couple years ago, was the second one when you're running alongside the highway. Mm-hmm. highway 8 or whatever it is 30 30 30 yeah there we go highway 30 because uh that's right when it's starting to get dark and it's dusk and you're like running along the side of a highway which is actually legitimately terrifying because there are semis going by you at, like 70 miles an hour on your left
0: that's actually my least favorite kind of running i hate running by a major road yeah so that's i'm not going to be very happy about and that.
1: that is the one leg that somebody was actually hit by a car before
0: well yeah that, that, that can happen. could happen. That part about. doesn't scare me as much.
1: That's all I could think about when I was running I that figure life. that's going
0: to be pretty quick if that happens. Yeah, I mean, that's if it's true. going if it's going like 50 miles an hour, it's not like I'm really going to have a chance to. I probably won't even know it's happening until it's already over. That's eh, true. I'd, I'd much rather have that than being drug off into the bushes with like some well, it wasn't hand that, over so my face you know, while I'm that's being That's what I
1: was going to say is like during that a, <laughs> shut carried up. Carried into
0: a tent somewhere off in the woods where the hill people keep you.
1: The hill people do not want to keep some city dweller.
0: They call them, uh, yeah, they, well, they do. They call them city wives because they take them and then they, they bring them into the, into the country. It's I'm like, saying, oh, you, I caught
1: myself a city wife. Is that like you know, what you what do say. when you go to the forest and you grab yourself a forest wife and no, bring her back to the city with you? No,
0: that's no, no. I don't bring forest wives back. I'm just saying that's, you know, they they like to, uh, city wife's a big... A big catch, and by the way, a city wife can be a man or a woman. It is not; it's not a gender-based thing. Mm. They just want to show dominance. So, whoever it is, that's going to be their city wife.
1: Okay, so it could that's be how you. they call
0: it. Yeah, it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anybody. But I know how to. I know how to talk to them, and you know, I can at least you know attempt to speak their language.
1: Well, what I was going to say is, so there are the semis on the left in your second run, but also on the right, it's kind of next to the train tracks and next to the um, next to the river. Uh-huh. And I, there were so many campfires going on alongside like you're basically by yourself all you can hear is like your footsteps and like a little bit of the speakers that you're listening to but it's not very loud because of all the cars going by you can barely hear yeah, the music
0: really does i'm really not happy about that part
1: no but it was the freakiest thing was seeing all of the campfires of uh, campfires the campfires with all these people like they were just shadows and you could hear like mumbling in the distance but they would just be like random fires but the, the middle river of the people woods. Yeah, yeah. they were like right next to the railroad tracks. I saw at least like eight different bands of people. And then when I was running by, you know, you're right next to the railing. And then the railing is a whole bunch of bushes. And I kept hearing people like rustling in the bushes. It freaked me out. I was freaked out. I genuinely because I'm like, okay, am I more scared to be hit by a semi or am I more scared to get, you know, uh, like attacked by, you know, a river dweller?
0: Um, Well, okay, I don't really want to get taken down to the river. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Although, see, because the river people aren't necessarily my people. It's being uh, asked in the chat here, uh, Greg, you couldn't passively lay there and just receive a fucking massage. How are you going to talk to the forest people? Well, here's the thing, though. I partially grew up in the forest, so I feel like I I can understand their language, understand their ways. It's a body language thing. It's how you interact. You just have to have a comfort level with the forest at night that I feel like I have. That I'd be able to talk to them. River people, river folks. I don't know them. I don't know their kind of thing. Like I, I'm, I'm not a river person. So, but the forest people, the forest people are something that I could really, I think, uh, I, I think I could really get along there. You know, I, right. I would be able to communicate with them, and I think they would understand, and I would not become a, a city wife for them. Uh,
1: but your longest run is going to be with the river people. Well,
0: that yeah, is that's your that, longest that does run. make sense. Me I mean, bit that's nervous. the longest
1: amount of time, which means it has the highest percentage of you being snatched by a river person.
0: Well, yeah, okay, that's, that's true. That's true, but there's a lot of cars there. I'm not as worried about that. I am not as worried about that. But, you know, the, the forest people, uh, it's being asked, did you meet any of Greg's forest people at the reunion? <laughs> I don't know if there were, there, there were some foresty people. Mostly they were farm people, though. They're, they're not the forest people. The or forest- maybe the
1: forest people just chose not to go to the reunion. Yeah,
0: I think they don't, that's exactly it. They, mm-hmm. They're not going to come in for something like that. And mostly the forest people were outside of where I grew up. They were on the outskirts of that area. You're okay. up in the in the coast range, which is exactly where you're going to be running through, and you got to worry about that. There's there's all kinds of things to really also, worry about. Stop like, trying that's to scare me because we
1: have back to back legs, so we're going to be running around the same vicinity. But again, the same this forest. is why
0: I don't have to worry about it though. Like they, they they can they can I'm part forest person in a way, so I feel I'm close enough to them that they would be like, all right, you're you're close enough. We're going to let you go. Because you'll probably be able to figure out how to escape, whereas a full-on city person, nah, they're not—they're not escaping. They know that
1: I'm not a full-on city person. I well, grew up in smaller towns. Some, a little yeah, bit. but
0: you grew up in towns, though. You didn't. You're still a city person. You're not a big city person, but you're still a city person. So it doesn't really work. That you way. you are really I don't weird. Think it'll work that way. Um,
1: so you're going to try and find right, forest wife while you're running.
0: No, no, I am not. Uh, but there's there's that stuff to worry about. Then there's the other things, you know, the the potential things to worry about with with Oregon, as far as like urban legends, um, like Bandage Man. Bandage Man is something to actually think about. Where if you if you were to encounter him, which Bandage What's Man, bandage I man? I don't remember if I've talked about that on the show here or not. But Bandage Man is an is an actual urban legend of of Oregon. You can look up Bandage Man. Bandage Man is supposedly. This guy that you encounter when you're out in the woods, especially in northwest Oregon, particularly over to, by the coast, um, anywhere from Tillamook to seaside. But people say they see him, uh, but even back in, back in further inlands, too. Um, the bandage man supposedly was a guy who was killed in the big Tillamook fire, the Tillamook burn that happened. Like, oh, God, I don't know when it happened. It was like in the... 50s or something. Okay, I, I'm not sure. I, I'd have to look that up. I guess I should know that, but I don't remember. It was a huge fire anyway and took out a whole chunk of the the Northwest. And during that time, this guy supposedly uh, died or, or was severely burned and then wrapped in bandages and then died. And now he haunts people who come into the into that area? Okay, and he'll I've heard. Stalk them. I didn't
1: know the story, but I've heard of the bandage he
0: supposedly man. attacks dogs. He'll stalk you. He'll jump on your car and uh, and he'll pace and stalk people. Ew. bandage man. Oh, and God, when you that's see him, really scary. Like you just see the bandages, but it's bloody and like skin and falling off. So he's, like he's like burned. a, like a mummy,
1: like a burned mummy kind uh, of. He's
0: like a severely burned person wrapped in bandages.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So it's bandage man.
1: So now it's Hell People and Bandage Men.
0: Bandage Men? I, I don't know about Bandage man. I've never seen Bandage man myself. And this, this, this is uh, – there, there is – you can actually look this up. You can look up Bandage Men and you'll see what I'm talking about. Are
1: you about. next you're going to say, like, to beware of the Bigfoot that are living out there? Well,
0: Bigfoot's a different thing. You know, there's there's some people that are worried about Bigfoot being out there. Now, I don't think you have to worry about Bigfoot as much as the hill people.
1: I don't think I'm worried about Bigfoot uh, at all.
0: snipes you have to worry about. Actually, that that kind of do.
1: What's a snipe?
0: Uh, it's it's kind of like a coyote. It's the, they're like they're like coyotes, but they're like smaller and quicker. And so they'll like bite they'll, they they kind of go in packs.
1: Okay, you just made that up, all right.
0: Now I'm No, understand.
1: snipes. There're not such thing as snipes. Snipes, yeah,
0: it's just like a smaller coyote. It's like a bred with a regular dog, and so snipes will kind of – they're like a pack animal. So they, they hunt in packs. So if you hear them, it'll be like a coyote but a little bit higher pitched. And so you'll hear this kind of yipping, and they'll, they'll kind of like encircle you is kind of how they do. They like take a nip and run away, take a nip and run away until – Okay, until the only snipes
1: down. that there are is A, Wesley, and B, there's a bird named a snipe.
0: No, it's snipes, man. Snipes are something to really – yeah, there's a bird called a snipe too, but I mean that's a different kind of thing. Snipes that I'm talking about, they're uh they're they're a different kind of thing. They're like a coyote, like a small coyote.
1: <laughs> well thanks for that, Greg. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Well if anything, you're motivating me to want to run faster.
0: Yeah, well, you gotta outpace it. You're not gonna outpace a snipe.
1: I don't care about the I know the snipes aren't you. real. The fan <laughs> the only thing that's really scaring me are the mountain people.
0: There are coyotes.
1: There are, no coyote is going to come near us
0: ah, while we're running. I don't know, out there. No, they we're making a, noise. You're running away? Oh, yeah, they no, can see you as prey. No, making noise, and we'll
1: be wearing like lights at that point.
0: They might see you as prey. Oh, they're not going to be scared of the light.
1: Yeah, that's but the noise bother. they will be.
0: If anything, that's like a big sign, like, hey, free free meal. Here's a light. Come find me. Okay. I'm running away from you. Come chase yeah. me. So that could, that could possibly be something to worry about. And cougars. There are cougars out there. Rar. Both kinds.
1: <laughs> Both kinds. <laughs> All of them. That's true. There are a lot of cougars that run hood to coast. There are, yeah. I know because every time at the end of it, they're all. Uh, I see them all eyeballing Mr. Nibbler over here.
0: Oh well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. They're
1: all hobbling around, barely able to walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that's going to be me at the end of this. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Anyway, well,
1: thanks for sufficiently freaking me out. I wasn't scared enough about the running part. Now, main things to
0: worry about: hill people, because uh, you know the the forest people. They're different. They're a different breed, and they're different kinds. I'm not even sure if it's English that they speak, but you got to watch out for them. Uh, You have to watch out for Bandage Man, who's obviously going to be. He could show up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know how he fight Bandage Man. There's no really stopping him. I mean, there's no stopping what can't be stopped. So there's there's that, and then you have uh, well, snipes. Obviously, you got to worry about those Stop coyotes. With the
1: snipes thing.
0: Coyotes, um, coyotes will stalk you. Cougars, they'll they'll get you. You might have an occasional bear.
1: There will not be any bears, and I'll be it. making. There noise. are bears. There are bears. There are no. Oh, they're the uh, the black bears. Black bears. bears yeah. And they're the not the ones that eat you, right?
0: Well, they do sometimes. No,
1: the brown bears are the bad oh, black ones. Black bear
0: attacks. Oh, black bears will still attack you. They, they will. Black bears. Black bear attacks. Look it up. It's a I'm thing. not going to look it up. Black bear attacks in Oregon. List of fatal attacks. The black bear. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. There's a hunter who was just attacked. Oh, by there
1: was not. Don't even. Black don't. bear.
0: Seven people mauled by bears on the Oregon I'm
1: coast. already worried enough about that in Alaska. I don't want to worry about it two weekends in a row. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm already having airplane nightmares for Alaska. I don't want to have bear and airplane nightmares. Uh. The past few nights, I just keep dreaming I'm in an airport, like trying to either coming back from Alaska or trying to get to Alaska, and there's always some sort of problem, and then I'm freaked out.
0: Oh, well, we'll have all next week to talk oh, about Oh, we that. will
1: not even talk about that. Don't even. There's
0: a lot to worry about there.
1: <sighs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, First up, there's a story out of my neck of the woods uh, near Bremerton, Washington, if you will. Oh. Greg, have you ever heard of a little town called uh, Port Orchard? Yes, I have. Port Orchard, which is also located in Kitsap County, which is where Bremerton, Washington is, has made the news. I read the story. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And then I look and it's from Port Orchard. So uh, the Kitsap County Sheriff's Office is currently looking for a woman that they say is responsible for stabbing a Port Orchard man who had paid her for sex, but then later asked for his money back. <laughs> a Port Orchard prostitute <laughs> is on the run after stabbing a man who had asked her his money back. I mean, was back. she
0: really that bad? Or I don't know. Was this the service not performed? Or why, why did he want his money back?
1: I mean, Port Orchard's... Port Orchard itself isn't too terrible. It's uh, yeah, isn't it a
0: rich section?
1: Uh, yeah. Port Orchard is kind of rich, but there's also like the areas of Port Orchard like Gorst, which looks exactly the way it sounds. The, just the name of that. Exactly the way it sounds. That's uh, how, is, my... how what is it again? Gorst. Ew. So Gorst is like the Gross. the trashy part of Port Orchard, which I'm sure the prostitute was living in Gorst. Okay. Uh, so officials were called to the man's house at about three fifteen a.m. yesterday morning and found him on his front porch bleeding. The 31 year old man had a stab wound on his back and on his hand now he told police that he had arranged for a quote sexual date, a sexual, a, date? a sexual date a sexual what is a
0: sexual date well how is that different i don't know he like takes her out to dinner or something first or
1: i don't know it's it just said he arranged a sexual date uh, so he arranged it with a woman through the website BackPage.com, which we know is rife with toots.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that the one how
1: we found out that they're about the masseuse in our building. Well,
0: somebody alerted us to that. Mm-hmm. I believe a law enforcement officer alerted us to that.
1: Indeed. But, uh, all right, so he had found his sexual date on BackPage.com. When the looking trans- for
0: a sexual date? <laughs> I, that's just such a weird phrasing. I it don't understand. It is a weird
1: phrasing. I don't why, know. Why
0: is it called that?
1: Uh, because it was a... Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that like know.
0: a code word for, for the uh, back pages?
1: Well, they probably can't just say, I want a hooker. Like maybe there's like a sexual date implies what it is, which is a date to have sexual relations. <laughs> I mean, but
0: that's not really covering it up much better than saying, I, I, I want a know. hooker. It's kind of even more explicit. It
1: is. No. Well.
0: I'd like a sexual date, please.
1: It sounds like there might be not some not a sort regular of date a sexual <laughs> date.
0: So is that what now people have to specify what kind of date they're going to? I go take
1: on? you on a sexual date. Yeah,
0: I'd like to go on a date, not one of them regular ones though. It's just it's just a sexual date.
1: All right, but anyway, I ain't
0: buying dinner or nothing.
1: Things went bad with a transaction proved unsatisfactory for both parties. Now, the man demanded his money back, and an argument escalated into a physical altercation where the woman stabbed him in the back again and in the hand. Officials say the man uh, suffered critical injuries but will survive. And he was taken to St. Joseph Hospital in Tacoma. Woman, uh, police say the woman is in her 20s, five feet, eight inches, with long blonde hair. Huh. She's on the run.
0: Weird. A sexual. De- I, I just I want to know more details about what happened. Like, why did, she, why did he ask for his money back?
1: It said that they were both unsatisfied.
0: How much money was exchanged?
1: It doesn't say how much money, but it's gorsed, so I'm I mean, assuming I, it wouldn't be that much.
0: I assume you also know if you're giving money to a prostitute, she's not going to give you money back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not going to happen. It's They're not giving a thing. money to
1: a drug dealer. You know what? Be like Here, why don't you just take some of it back if you weren't satisfied? You
0: know what? I mean, that was... Fun, but I don't feel like it was thirty dollars fun. So if you can just give me like ten bucks back, that'd be cool. If you can just, that's kind of how I felt about it.
1: Well, if anyone is curious, you can go to backpage. dot com and look at the listings under Port Orchard, Washington, and see how much it costs to get a sexual date, and there will be the answer to our question. Do, do and they no, Craig, we're doing a live. We're doing a live show yeah, right now. You're not looking at Backpage to find sexual. Well, dates. I,
0: now I want to see because
1: do they have prices on these kinds of things? I don't. I know that when we had the the rock masseuse in our building, I was saying that in air quotes. Well, yeah, but that was that she, she was, had the prices on there.
0: That was she was offering massages. mm Hmm. Oh wow! Look on back page. You can get uh, body rubs. Oh, yeah, I'd like to give me, give me a body rub. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. This is a whole. I probably shouldn't even be looking at this site. I don't want that on my search history. <laughs>
1: All right. So anyway, uh, be careful of uh, roaming prostitutes in Port Orchard, Washington. Next up. Another embarrassing Northwest story. This one right right at our front door. Literally, almost... Literally, Greg. Literally. Literally. Almost at your front door. Literally, my heart was broken. (laughs) Greg, the police and local business owners are are now on the hunt to find and stop what has been called the Portland Pooper. What? The Portland Pooper... Whoa, 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 whoa. We've had it all over the country, and now it finally finally—it's to here, home turf. Not only here, it's in your neighborhood, Greg. Whoa, wait a which minute. Which seems a little suspect. Greg got so excited his headphones just, I fell just off. I just knocked my headphones head. off.
0: Okay, so wait a minute. Now we had the, okay, this is a lot to take in right now. There was the the mystery pooper in Houston. Yes. It was pooping all over the neighborhood. There
1: was the playground pooper.
0: The playground pooper, and it wasn't Kalamazoo, Michigan. Where was it at? Somebody I can, thought it
1: was Kalamazoo. I don't
0: think it was Kalamazoo. It was someplace else in Michigan. I think we were wrong about Kalamazoo, but I bet somebody can fill us in on that, on where that one was. But anyway, there was a mystery pooper in Michigan,
1: and, and then now we
0: the one, have our own one? And there was Wait, the
1: one in Nova Scotia who... That's right, the a Canadian, course, the the Canadian course.
0: one on the golf course, mm-hmm. which I still uh, will... I don't know if they caught whoever that No, they that was. still
1: haven't. They still haven't. I okay. actually I, I checked up. I wanted to make sure. My
0: offer still stands on that, where if you want to fly me out to Nova Scotia, I will be happy to work on that and solve that problem. I believe there's also one in Norway. Maybe that was the golf one. Maybe. There's a couple. Well, either way, my offer stands. If you want to fly me out there, put me up for two weeks, I will solve that case for you, and I will find out who it is, the mystery pooper. But you're saying there's one right now. It's Ypsilanti, Ypsilanti, whatever, Michigan. You're saying there's one here in Portland.
1: This one is a little closer to home, and I think that it might be easier oh, for you to solve boy. this one. So, Greg, let me give you some of the details Keelan before King. you start jumping. No. Before you jump to conclusions. No, it would be more likely to be you, actually, because this is your neighborhood. Now Keelan lives way far away. Yeah, well, can you prove? All right. Oh, stop it. All right. Uh, so officials and local business owners are working to stop the Portland pooper. Yes, a, Portland a, man, pooper. a man has been seen defecating near Southeast Portland businesses for at least three times in this past month. And Portland local business owners are getting tired of it. So now one so, uh, Southeast Portland business owner has set up a small surveillance camera that what? has allegedly caught a man using a nearby parking lot as his own personal bathroom.
0: No, oh wait, he was in the parking lot? But it was on in a business parking lot. Near the lot. parking lot, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. All so right. So the business owner, who wished to remain anonymous, uh, told a local news station here, that he's really curious as to what the circumstances are as to why he is doing this. Hmm. Now, so what uh, What he witnessed on the recording that he set up at his business was a man loosening his belt, leaning up against an office building near Southeast 58th and Powell. Oh, he's leaning up against the building while he's doing he it? doing a lean. Oh, boy. And doing his business. So according to the business owner, this has happened at least three other times within this past month. Uh, so he said that after it happened the first couple times, he stuck a camera in the window and it just happens very quickly. And the man just oh, is over and pooper. done with
0: this. Bam.
1: But it's always in the same spot and he doesn't know what's happening. He said the man is even he even brings his own toilet paper. Wow. So he said the last time the man was there, after a few minutes, he seemed to notice the camera. Uh, the business owner said he's got to know something's going on. and He squinted and looked toward the camera as if he was paying attention to it. So if you are in the neighborhood, there have now been flyers distributed to local businesses and pinned on telephone poles, uh, dubbing the man the Portland pooper.
0: Oh, I have to find one of those today. To, and we have to put it up in the studio. I am taking one of those Portland <laughs> pooper things because I am spreading this. This is my neck of the woods. Oh, is- I am on this case. Okay, it's being speculated in the in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. That's where you can do that. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Um, Bloodvixen is saying, come on, I'm sure that there's more than one mystery pooper. She's hypothesizing I believe that there's a gang of poopers that are taking care of this. Portland pooper gang? Possibly. Oh, boy. That's possible. Oh, boy.
1: That's a little too much for me to comprehend.
0: I found something by... I'm assuming that was a dog. I'll have to take another look. Uh, there, there was something by m- my strip of grass in between the. Okay, let's. A, that's
1: a, that's too much.
0: Well, I'm just saying, it's a possible. All right. Well, if you want I, to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure this out here. I'm trying to think this through. Like what I need to do to start this off? Is anybody started a task force?
1: No, nobody's started. Well, actually, the person... Can you imagine this, the accolades have, I'll get? They have started a tax, task force in the way that he's passed out flyers, and there are posters hanging up with the green okay. and black and white photo of said Portland pooper. I
0: need to get in touch with this guy. We need to get the word out.
1: So uh, so the TV station who was uh, you know, trying to figure this out for the small business owner did take a copy of the flyer and begin asking around the neighborhood, and an employee at the gas station on Powell actually did recognize the gentleman but hadn't seen him in a while and doesn't know his name.
0: Oh. Oh, but let me take a look at this guy. The station ascend- attendant said picture? that
1: he is creepy.
0: So there's a picture that's been posted?
1: There is on on the, they're posted on the polls and the flyers. Okay. I don't know if there's one online.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so on this case.
1: Folks in the area are hoping that this is something that stopped sooner rather than later. According to police, uh, the man could face charges related to public indecency and offensive littering.
0: Yeah, they're blurring out his face online. Alright, I'm, I'm on the case. I just want everybody to know. If you have any leads, feel free to send them in to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And uh, I will start my own task force, perhaps a rival one, to track down this, this man, this issue. We will get this solved. We will find out who the Portland pooper is.
1: Next, the story out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I think I'll if start... I found
0: him, I could run for office based on that. Like, I don't know, is he qualified? Well, he did crack the Portland pooper case. And then I'd get votes. Sure. I mean, I think that would give me the accolades I need to put me over the edge. Stop saying
1: accolades and like
0: to to like run for talking about feces and
1: then keep saying you're going to get accolades for it. Well, I I thought it was accolades anyway.
0: Well, I'm a little more sophisticated, so I'm I'm thinking if I were to do this, this could be the bump I need to like really put me over the edge. If I were to crack the Portland pooper case.
1: Oh my gosh! Just stop saying that phrase.
0: If nothing else, it would be great for my uh, private investigative business. Country P.I. Okay, that's enough. Country P.I. in the case of the Portland (sighs) Pooper.
1: Next up, a story out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And this is kind of a weird one. So uh, police in Charlotte, North Carolina are investigating strange reports of a cloaked figure that has been repeatedly appearing at an apartment complex, leaving behind raw meat at a local playground at... The apartment complex.
0: Okay, I, I didn't really look into this, but I believe I, I saw something about this online. So it's a, it's
1: a, it's a they're person. seeing a person
0: like walking around the outside of the apartment complex. Pa-
1: outside of the apartment complex, wearing a, a big black cloak, like covering their head and their body. But then also after this person leaves the area, they've been finding packages of raw meat left behind. So they don't really know what exactly is happening Is it happening wrapped with meat? This. Is it good? Is it like a gift? I don't I don't believe it's gift meat. Okay. Uh, images posted on sof- uh, social media claim that the hooded figure was spotted at the Hudson Woods apartment complex in Gastonia, located in the Charlotte area. Now, the director of operations, which managers the com- uh, manages the complex, says, we don't know if it's one of our residents with an interesting way of presenting themselves or if it's a trespasser. How do you not know? Don't they-
0: okay. Okay. Uh continue, sorry.
1: I don't know. It's okay. They just don't know where it's coming from. People have taken pictures of said cloaked person and found bags of raw meat. However, nobody seems to know who it is, if it's a man or woman, mm. if they live there, if it's someone visiting. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying I don't really have a lot with this. I'm just – I wanted to bring so it saw up. saw
0: a weirdo. Outside. You know how – how much that would not be news in Portland. Oh, yeah, I saw some guy with a cloak walking in around. In North
1: Carolina, shit is getting real. People yeah, are like, them. oh, my God.
0: I mean, imagine if they saw any normal Portland person out there. They would, they would probably call the police on I them. I just saw a like, guy
1: on a unicycle wearing a hot pink thong yeah. like as I was driving to work today.
0: Not even surprised. Not,
1: I didn't even blink. Like, I it wouldn't even look twice at that. It doesn't even occur. Like, all right, yep, there it's you It's not are, even dude. weird. I'm like, oh, okay. No. He was wearing yeah mesh or like uh, fishnet yellow tights and a pink thong and just topless on a unicycle. Nothing.
0: Do you think that guy, when he's doing that, he's thinking, oh, I'm being provocative. Everybody wants to look at me. No, he just so really weird. looked
1: like he was just on his merry way. Yeah. He just looked like he just didn't give a Cause, shit. Because,
0: I mean, it really doesn't matter importantly. Like, it's just, I don't even keep track of that stuff mentally anymore mm-hmm. when I see something like that. Like, I really don't. So a person in a cloak, that would be like, oh, all right.
1: They're like, oh, okay, it's Tuesday. Oh, you're a
0: witch today or something. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. You're wearing a cloak. Maybe you're just that's what you like well, to Well, in
1: North Carolina, Greg, it's a really big deal, and they have found bags of raw meat. Oh, my gosh, they even had to call maintenance to remove the bags See, of raw what if meat. that's a gift? What if it's gifts of meat? Police are unsure whether or not the cloaked magician and the meat bags are correlated.
0: If a person with a cloak gave you a free bag of meat, would you eat it? No. If a person with a cloak gave I hate you, it when you
1: do these.
0: a free bag of hot dogs, would you eat it? No. If a person with a cloak gave you a a wrapped package of Hebrew nationals...
1: Opened or unopened? Unopened. Were they cold or room temperature? Room. Uh, would you eat them? No. Really? Yeah.
0: Free? A free... What is it, an eight pack?
1: I'm very... Uh, I'm very
0: okay if a person with a cloak about
1: warm meat stop saying person with a cloak you're so gave irritating.
0: you a wrapped package of Hebrew nationals that were slightly chilled would you eat them
1: <sighs> see now I don't know because I don't know if the person with the cloak like let them thaw and then they're all rotten and then they froze them to try and you'd know if meat. they were rotten I don't think I would eat any kind of meat from a person with a cloak unless I knew the person with the cloak. Which I know people with cloaks.
0: If a person with a cloak,
1: okay, stop saying cloak.
0: Handed oh you God. a package of Kraft mac and cheese that was sealed. Would you eat it? Probably. Oh.
1: It's meat specific. I don't want stranger meat. Okay. All right. So yeah, they're not. They're unsure whether or not the cloaked person was the one also. The person packages. with a cloak. Stop. <laughs> saying that oh my god Uh. alright from North Carolina to China I like that what if game alright I don't like that game this woman is kind of my hero Greg and let me tell you why Okay, a Chinese woman was banned from going on an airline after uh, TSA agents tried to take away a $200 bottle of cognac that she had bought and instead decided to chug it since they wouldn't let her bring it on the plane
0: I would be pissed off.
1: She was pissed. 200 so she,
0: bottle of cognac, $200 a $200 bottle? bottle of cognac. I mean, you got to check it.
1: Security officers refused to let her take it on the plane. So she ended up drinking the entire bottle, oh, then gosh. becoming too drunk to get on the plane. Yeah, but, so she was unable to go How on big was
0: flight. this bottle of cognac?
1: <laughs> well, she was banned from boarding because she was too drunk to fly, so the woman whose <laughs> last name is Zhao, that's the only thing we know about her. was found rolling around on the floor at a boarding gate at the Beijing Capital International Airport, shouting and screaming, according to a police officer who attended the scene. The officer said that... Uh, where, where,
0: where was this? Uh, was this in China? This is
1: in Beijing. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they say... Uh, the police officer said that the woman was so drunk that she couldn't even stand up herself they took her to a room in a wheelchair so she could rest. Well, she did indeed rest. She slept it off. Um, so uh, she was... Stopped from boarding, so she had a bottle of I don't know much about cognac. So it was a bottle of. Uh, it's like
0: a brandy, right?
1: It was Remy Martin XO Excellence.
0: Yeah, I've I've had Remy Martin.
1: Yeah, Remy Martin XO Excellence. She had it in her hand, like packed into her carry on, which she was told she was allowed to. However, it got to security, and they said that she would have to dump it out. So instead of dumping it in the trash, she dumped it in her face. Well, yeah, two
0: hundred dollar bottle. I would absolutely drink it too.
1: Yeah. So Zhao I fearing fearing that the liquor would go to waste. Uh, so it was a seven hundred milliliter bottle. She downed the entire thing. Zhao is forty years young. Oh, so she ended up getting wheeled into a spare room in the wheelchair, not getting a, a not being allowed on the flight. She did wake up many hours later and thanked police for taking care of her. They contacted her family members who took her home. She was not in any trouble. Okay. Kinda I kind of nice. like this lady I know like she downed the bottle like she was I
0: kind of appreciate drinking her drinking, diligence with that I mean that sounds like she had a little too cool much of, of it it was kind of cool of
1: the police to be like hey we're not going to arrest you or throw you in the drunk tank we're just going to put you in a room <laughs> let you sober up for a few hours and then give you to your family to take you home
0: I mean I probably wouldn't drink all of that on my own I would probably be like alright fine I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to get a bunch of cups and I'm going to give everybody that walks by we're all going to drink some cognac together <laughs> I would not let it be poured out
1: no it would just be wasteful.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So anyway, so I is, respect that her. is okay. I do too. That's why I kind of like that story. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to take away my $200. <laughs> so I guess it's $200 US. That's how much it's worth. So that's quite an expensive bottle. Yeah.
0: It's more expensive than anything I've ever bought.
1: And finally, I do have a stay <laughs> Buy a
0: lot, by the way. <laughs> Buy a lot. It's not like it was a close competition. Buy a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do have a story of redemption. Okay. And this comes to us from the UK. Headline reads, A virgin finally gets outfitted with a bionic penis after a childhood tragedy rendered him without one. But it's a good story. He gets a penis. Okay. He has a bionic right. penis now. Okay. Bionic penis. A 43-year-old uh, UK man finally gets relief from an injury that he received as a boy. So, this 43 year old virgin from Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, lost all of his genitals when he was hit by a car at just six years old and dragged 600 feet. Now, uh, 37 years later. Well, I know, but no, this is a good story. It's a story of redemption. This is a good thing. Okay. So, 37 years later, this man has a new lease on life and sex after surgeons at the university. What is that? What was you that? He said
0: he has a bionic penis, right?
1: Yes. Oh. 37 years later, he has a new lease on life and sex after surgeons at University College London gave him an 8-inch bionic penis. Using a button in his scrotum, a bad, that's his last name, uh, can now inflate his new manhood, With fluids from an implant in his belly.
0: He's got a button for it?
1: He has a button in his... I am going to break you today. That's enough. (laughs) You don't know what that is. I'm I'm sure it's the bionic something. So he has a button in his testicles, which he can push to inflate his 8-inch bionic penis to therefore... (laughs) Get an erection. So he can now inflate his new manhood with the fluids from an implant in his belly by pushing the button in his scrotum. Uh, <laughs>
0: press my button.
1: <laughs> hey baby, press my button.
0: See what happens. Press right here. Sarah's really upset with the bionic.
1: Like seriously, you try to tell a story and then have somebody rudely interrupting with a whole bunch of really loud music. It's a bionic penis,
0: I kinda I want this I want that to be the sound that happens when when you press the button press my
1: button. Abad says about his bionic penis, his 8-inch bionic penis, when you want a bit of action, you press the on button, and when you finish, you press the other button, which is the off button. It just takes (laughs) seconds. It took doctors three years and dozens of operations to craft and attach his new bionic penis, molded using skin grafts from his arm. The final operation last month took 11 hours, leaving him with an 8-inch member. Now Abad is looking for love for his bionic junk. Abad says, I think I might be in luck. Some ladies might just want to try it out. So in 2013, Abad appeared on a new segment called Embarrassing Bodies, where he said that the penis he had after his accident was completely numb. And so then they were able to help him out by getting him a bionic penis. So ABAT isn't the first person to get a new bionic penis. An unidentified South African man received the world's first penis transplant last year and is doing well and is expecting a child through said bionic penis. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, so things are still functioning. Things still happen. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. It's a
0: bionic penis. I have to play the bionic man sounds. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. It's Tuesday, August 25th, 2015, right here in Portland, Oregon, where we're doing Fun Employment Radio from.
1: I'm starting rumors saying that you're the Portland pooper. It's in your neighborhood. You know what? After no! Today, yeah, after today, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I wasn't supposed to say anything, but Greg is totally the Portland pooper. He's had this problem well, forever. This a long is going to be time. your secret revelation that you're going to post yeah, on I'm Facebook ta- or something? No, I'm not going to ta- tell. I'm just going to, no. I'm planting it in people's ears. Oh. No. In, in, you're in going to start dropping com- the hints? In casual conversation.
0: Oh, you're just gonna walk around and start telling people that? You know, I like. I hey, heard. I'm
1: not supposed to say anything. But hey, I've you know had what a, I heard. I, I've had a couple. Of is dreams. this you
0: after? Yeah, drinking some wine. I I'm gonna you. pretend
1: like I've, I won't even have had any because I'm gonna be more cunning.
0: I picture you with a glass of wine. You know, you know what
1: I heard about that Portland Cooper? All right. Well, don't tell anybody, but you know, his face is blurred out online. But really, I have. A, I'm totally photoshopping. I'm taking one of the posters. A and I'm photoshopping your freaky speed ticket picture onto the face <laughs> of the portland pooper and making it a little more grainy so that people can tell that it's you and then passing it out all around the neighborhood and being like have you seen this person
0: don't you're not gonna post pictures of portland pooper and then put my f- picture on it no that's lying i am not oh
1: jez has a good suggestion he said no sarah just tell people he's not the portland pooper they'll figure it out <laughs> Oh, I can be I just want you poster. guys to know.
0: It's not. Greg is absolutely uh,
1: not the Portland pooper.
0: And then you get a wink while you say it or something like that.
1: I'll be like, I it's swear, a, I'm pretty sure that it's gotta not you got to be him. really drunk
0: while you're doing this, too. you got to be holding a glass of wine up and your m- mouth is all purple from wine. Like, You know what I heard? Mm. Greg is not the Portland pooper. I'm sure the picture
1: looks a lot like him. But, I mean, it's not—I I would not be in business with somebody who's pooping. Never guys. mind, I've said too much. Keelan's already offering, saying, if you need me to pass out flyers in Beaverton, <laughs> just say the word.
0: I do not like this plan. This is a terrible plan.
1: I think it's an excellent plan.
0: All right, should we do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy?
1: We just are being
0: some ball talk, excuse me. The there we are.
1: Greg is the Portland Pooper. It's not true. <laughs> I mean, he, that's totally not true. Those are lies. You guys, is, he's not the Portland Pooper. That's just, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Greg is completely not the Portland Pooper. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Again, not the Portland Pooper.
0: <laughs> All right. First up in ball talk, we have this. This is a very touching story. hmm and fans of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" in particular will know who this guy is, but uh, also baseball fans, Chase Utley, Chase Utley of the Philadelphia Phillies. Now there was a very famous episode of well, Mac is obsessed with Chase Utley. Oh, okay. and "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah, where he wrote letters to him and saying how he wanted to play catch with him and I wanted to be his best friend, and it, it's really really creepy. Um, and then Chase Utley actually appeared on an episode. Well, uh, he has been traded from the Philadelphia Phillies as they go into a rebuild phase. He was on there for twelve plus seasons. He was on that team, so that's a long time to be on a team and to be very good on that team. And uh, since he was traded, since they're doing a rebuild, he wrote and took out a big, huge advertisement in the Philadelphia Inquirer and in the Philadelphia Daily News, thanking the city of Philadelphia for everything that they've done for him.
1: Oh, very cool! Yeah, it was nice. He's just thanking the fans
0: saying about how much him and his wife, you know, love being there and everything that's gone on and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I think it was him and, his, yeah, him and his wife. So very cool. That was a cool thing. I normally don't talk about cool things people do, but there it is. Moving on to ball talk. It's very big of you, Greg. Here's another story coming from China, and it also has to do with drinking. So there's a Polish weightlifter by the name of Pavel Fodek. I'm sorry. What was his name? Pavel Fodek. 5 5 F A J D E K Fajdek Pavel Fajdek Pavel Fajdek Pavel Fajdek I don't know. Anyway, Pavel uh, he won a world championship in weightlifting. Yeah, after in the uh in the hammer throw. So he's a he's a Polish hammer thrower. And is that he- like javelin? No, the hammer throw is actually, it's a hammer that you swing around. It's like a Thor hammer. Oh, okay. And you swing it around in a circle, and then you throw it as far as you I can. I went to
1: state in discus and javelin. Oh, that's... <laughs> Not gra- hammer, though. We didn't have... If we had hammer in Bremerton, I probably Grat-
0: that you would have done Congratulations mm-hmm. on that. That's, that's neat. You should put that on your resume. So, the Polish hammer thrower, Pavel, uh, won his gold medal, and then decided to go out and get really drunk afterwards. So he won the gold on Sunday and went out, celebrated with his uh, with his medal, got annihilated, ended up not having enough money to get his way home, so he used his gold medal to pay a taxi driver to take him
1: home. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> he didn't re- the next day when he woke up, he realized he'd made a terrible mistake trading his gold medal for a taxi ride home in Beijing. Jesus. Um, they ended up the Beijing uh, police helped him track down the taxi driver, who then they persuaded to give him back the gold medal that he had traded for the taxi ride. Uh, presumably under the guy said that, that's really not a fair trade. Oh, wow. So, But th- still, though, this he's guy... He's so
1: lucky he got that back. He's
0: so lucky. This guy got so drunk that he traded his gold medal for a taxi ride. Wow. Moving on to ball talk. We've got, uh, we'll make it short balls today. Short but ample. Ew. And this is somebody who may be making a comeback. Even though he wasn't out for that long, still this is good for all basketball fans just because of the entertainment value that this man will provide us. Sir, there's a guy who in I'm going to ask you this. Since uh, we both used to work for the NBA, I'm going to see if you can guess who this is. Now, it's a guy who changed his name at one point. He was known as something.
1: I know who you're talking about. Changed and I his don't name remember to something the names.
0: Else. I know. And, uh, was it
1: the guy who also acted in that Lifetime movie with Jenny? Yes. Garth? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Yes, you are um, correct. Um, met a, Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Yes, you got it. I only remembered it because of the Lifetime movie.
0: Formerly uh, of the name Ron Artest,
1: which I think was called the Eleventh Hour. Yes.
0: Yes. It was. Yeah, he was uh, the the 11th Hour. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did act in a Lifetime movie. I'm trying to remember what his name was in that because when we did Sportlandia, we did a show for the Portland Trailblazers for a long time. And uh, yeah, we would call we would only call him by his character's name.
1: Oh, it was Detective something. Yeah,
0: it was. Oh, gosh. Maybe you can look that okay, up. Okay, yeah, I'm going to look I, it I kinda up. I kind of want to know what it was. Anyway, Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace. He's been out of the NBA, I think, for a little bit now. Um, I don't think he played last year at all. Oh, he played in China and Italy last season. While the L.A. Lakers are now looking to possibly bring him back to the organization. Wow, he's only 35 years old. I thought he was a lot older than that. Now, he came to fame.
1: Detective Garland Fincher.
0: Garland Fincher. That's what it was.
1: Garland Fincher. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Because I tried to
0: get Blazers fans to start a chant when he would show up to the game to go, Garland Fincher, you know, and just call him Garland Fincher. I thought that would be cool. Apparently, it didn't catch on. Um... So so anyway, run our test became a kinda kinda shot to fame back when two thousand four, I believe it was, with the malice at the palace when he jumped into the stands and beat the crap out of a out of a fan. And then a fan tried to attack them, and then it was a big, big, huge brawl. Huge issue. He was banned, I believe, for the rest of the season off of that, or maybe even more than that. Anyway, he made his way back into the NBA and didn't fight anybody after that. Changed his name to Metal World Peace, but he is also still bonkers. He's, he's He's a nutty guy.
1: He, he's insane.
0: Oh, he's insane. He's I mean, he's done some good person. things. I mean, he auctioned off his world championship ring that he got with the Lakers. I'm not
1: saying crazy to, people can't be do really cool things. Yeah,
0: he auctioned off that ring for charity and, and ended up donating money to a charity, which is, you know, very awesome. He's still absolutely insane, though. Mm-hmm. He, he's an insane man. And that's why him coming back to the NBA would be great. I So in honor of that, I did... Figure maybe we could just uh, prove some of his other things where Ron Artest also believes he is a rapper and uh, this is one of his when he was Ron Artest not Meta World Peace this one's called Champions
1: Is that him? For nothing, right,
0: I don't think it is I he don't think that him No I think when he comes up here in a minute
1: Okay a champ, Is it guesting on thing it? it? Is he a guester? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's coming.
0: Maybe
1: oh, this must here. be him. I think it is him. Okay, well then I've heard enough. It's not even on beat.
0: Yeah. I love how all these songs are just them bragging about his trophies. Here's another one called Why are you,
1: Why are you playing another one? What are you doing? Keelan, I'll go ahead and get you those flyers for Beaverton. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's enough of that. Anyway,
0: Ron Artest, Metta World Peace, maybe coming back to the NBA, this could be great news for this oh. upcoming season because he's getting older and he'll be crankier and he'll probably do something crazy. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: All those reasons are amazing.
0: It's a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. He is he is bonkers. He really is. He is. Absolutely.
1: Crazy can be entertaining. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I know because I sit in a room with you and you're batshit every day.
0: Ah. <sighs> How are you doing over there,
1: Sarah? I'm good. I'm getting ready. I'm I'm mentally preparing to uh sort of putting together all the signs for Hood to Coast today. Oh so yes, for those of you afternoon. that uh,
0: sponsored legs of Hood to Coast, which thank you once again so much. We will be getting those signs together. Uh Sarah's actually gonna be doing the signs because I'm terrible at it. So, so I'm so making she's... all the
1: signs today. I'm really excited.
0: And so we'll um I don't know if we'll post some of those today or we'll wait until the actual race. I'm not sure how we're gonna do oh, that. Oh we can yet, but... we
1: can show some of the signs. I mean. okay. They won't be as meaningful until we're holding them in front of other people looking like jackasses. Sweaty and
0: disgusting oh, and holding yeah. these signs up. Yes, that's true. That,
1: is, that You're going to look sweaty and disgusting. I'm going to look incredible. I don't know if you've seen my running photos, right. but I photograph beautifully yes. when I've been running. Okay. That's good. And that's the most sarcastic thing ever. I'm seriously the ugliest runner you will ever see. I, really. I
0: don't look good. I'm going to look angry. I will look I – I look like a very angry person. I just I'm look running.
1: sweaty and sad. <laughs>
0: sweaty and sad the sarah Dillon story yep, that's pretty much it right there well, there you go i'm
1: trying to find one from the shamrock run where i just wanted to mur- all i was, could think about was how i wanted to murder you for signing me up oh for the shamrock time.
0: run oh yeah because i signed you up for a 15k well you're not gonna have to run that long of a distance in that's one true. run yours are actually not that bad no they're not
1: too terrible they're not
0: mine are six miles
1: yeah i know but i've done that one before you'll be just fine
0: <sighs> Greg with his running bitch face. Yeah, I do have running bitch face. I I just I don't like to talk to anyone. I don't want to. I'm just like I just want to do it. I want to get over it. I'm trying to come up with a uh, soundtrack for it. So I'm, I'm, I may be for your running about bitch that. face. Yes, for my running bitch face. Okay. That's right. Okay. I am happy though. I you know I may not have run as much as I probably should have to prepare for this this year, but I have been riding my bike.
1: Oh, which is fantastic.
0: So I am at least cardiovascularly fit. I think both of them are make you. Cardiovascularly fit. Well, yeah, but that's for bike riding, not running. It's a different muscles. Okay. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, the Bandage Man! I forgot about how creepy that story really that is. That
1: story is super creepy, and I'd never heard it. And now still, I think about it whenever I'm driving to the coast.
0: Still to this day, the Bandage Man has never been found. He
1: wanders the streets yes, or indeed. the woods, the yes. streets and the woods. Yes. Um, but spoilers: we did end up making it without being attacked by we, the Bandage Man. We
0: did survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I may have been attacked. And I just didn't tell you about it. That's true. You could it have. It's possible. I mean, well, every you year, are a
1: man of mystery.
0: You know, like uh, like we talked about, uh, every year at Hood to Coast, you know, there are over 300 people that appear, never that to be found. That is
1: the most inaccurate statement. So that you never know. That is absolutely not Some true. Some of
0: them went to the Bandage Man. Anyway, um, that's it for this Best Of. I do want to remind everybody of one of our fine sponsors, and that is Bike Gallery. Oh,
1: that's, if you're riding a bike, that's faster to get away from Bandage Man. It is.
0: See, you need a bike to get away from Bandage mm-hmm. Man. And Bike Gallery has the bikes <laughs> for you. So Bike Gallery, they have six different locations here in Portland. Um, then you can go to BikeGallery.com and find out where all of those are. That's There's,
1: their world location.
0: Their world location. Mm-hmm. Is, anyway. Oh, the Internet's the world location. The that's Internet's what you're doing. Is the
1: world doing. They
0: have six physical locations and one world location. (laughs) Anyway, bikegallery.com is where you can go and, and take a look for the store nearest you. And you can also shop online there, too. So you don't have to be in the Portland area to support us and Bike Gallery. And the key is this. Because of their partnership with us, there is a 10% discount that you get. And, and that's by using the code FUNEMPLOYMENT. So either if you go into a store and you're checking out, say, hey, I've got a discount code, say FUNEMPLOYMENT. And they don't be embarrassed. Like, if you if yeah. you
1: have a code, just, just say it. Just know that you're doing it for us. Please we'll do. so grateful.
0: Please, please do, because that's how they track it as well. And also, you get 10% off because they're awesome. So use that code FUNEMPLOYMENT at checkout, either in person or online. I know we've got a lot of listeners that aren't in the Portland area, and you can go there and shop now at buycalorie.com and just have it shipped to you. You support us. You get 10% off still by using the checkout code FUNEMPLOYMENT, and it's a good all-around for everybody. I will
1: have to say I got a sweet uh, helmet by going to, uh, actually, to the Westmoreland location of Bike Gallery, and I told them the code FUNEMPLOYMENT, and now I am safe and stylish.
0: Yes, safe and stylish. Mm-hmm. The Eric's still in storey, so there we I go. I actually
1: really am. It's like the coolest helmet I've ever know, had. I do love that helmet. I do love it that helmet. It is a pretty cool helmet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Again, this is the best of week. I still have allergies, and we will be back with another episode for you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.